0: Welcome to Analyzing Television, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for looking at situations, news and topics in the world of TV or television I'm your host Matthew and we're going to talk about Netflix today Uh, Netflix has got an IP problem, of course that means intellectual property Uh, I'm your host Matthew and what I'm going to do with this episode is I'm actually going to talk about the Netflix part last because what I'm going to do I've just written down a bunch of stuff um I've gone through basically each streaming service or big company and wrote down just like 3 or 4 like 2 to 4 sort of IP that each of these streaming services have got that like you you look at like um One of these streaming services. And you think. Oh they're known for making that show. This studio. This streaming service. Is known for making that show. And. Netflix. Is. Netflix is running out of them. And Netflix is doing a lot of. Licensing. And they're almost kind of doing. Too much. Licensing. And I have written down. Like a few things that Netflix. Has still got going. But. Netflix has also got a lot of shows that have ended as well, a lot of their sort of like Emmy winner shows and things like that, I mean you know, it happens, shows get to a certain amount of seasons and they finish, that's just a natural part of entertainment uh, or television, but they've not really sort of, as some of these shows have ended, so for example things like House of Cards, Orange is New Black, Bojack Horseman... Uh, sense things like that so things, things that you would have looked at um, For Netflix's original library And think, oh yeah, House of Cards Emmy winning show And Orange is New Black, big, you know, Emmy winning show And Bojack Horseman, really, really fantastic show They've all finished um, And Netflix hasn't really done the best job Of replacing quality with quality They've been more sort of replacing quality with a lot of quantity which isn't a very good idea which has got them in kind of the situation that they're in now um but yeah i'll go through netflix's specific ip and the things that they've still got kind of at the end but just just keep in mind that the main the main focus here isn't like um what's in development necessarily it's more about like the IP that each of these streaming services have got and what you can do with them. Keep that in mind because that's going to play, particularly with Disney, that's going to play a big, big part in this discussion here. The one kind of odd one out here um, is Apple. Because Apple don't really own a lot of IP, but I've noticed what Apple are doing is sort of like what Netflix used to do. But they're doing a better... I know that Apple TV Plus is a lot newer than Netflix, of course. But one thing I've noticed with Apple specifically... And me, me, my, myself, myself and David have given them a lot of praise for like... But pretty much every single show... I mean, I've not watched like all of For All Mankind. I have the intention to, but... Pretty much every single show that's come out of Apple TV Plus that I've watched at least... I've at least liked and thought was good. I've had a few issues with like... What certain shows have done here and there, like the second season of um, of Central Park, was like not as good as the first season. But it was still a good enough show where I wanted to keep watching it. But what Apple is tending to do, uh, just just for a bit of an example, because they, again they haven't really got a lot of IP. They're sort of making a lot of original stuff. And a lot of Apple's shows aren't really sticking around very long either. And it's going to be an interesting challenge in a couple of years for somebody like Apple to start replacing these shows. I mean, for example, you've got Ted Lasso, that's very, very short. That's going to be three seasons and finish. The third season's either going to be this year or next year. Shining Girls, brilliant first season, limited series. Um, You've got Essex Serpent, which had um, Claire Danes and uh, Tom Piddleston, uh, Loki, from the MCU. Limited season. Um... C is gonna have, I believe, its third and final season in August. Uh that's gonna be finishing. Uh you've got Servant, which is gonna come back I think next year for its fourth season. That's gonna be its final season. Um <coughs> you've got things like For All Mankind, which from what I understand is on a bit of a limited time. Because uh, it skips I think I think it's like it skips ten years or something every season, I think is what David said. So that's only gonna last a certain amount of time. But what Apple's also tending to do is kind of out of nowhere come out with these like originals and they've been all really really brilliant and they sort of had like three shows going at once two or three big shows going at once they'll finish and then two or three others will kind of rotate the rotation thing there is very very important that's also something that netflix isn't doing a great job at i mean just for an example with netflix at the moment stranger things the two halves of season four came out in that whole time... So in the time where you had the seven episodes and the other two... Umbrella Academy also came out... In, in and around the same point. They should have saved something like... Umbrella Academy Season 3... Which I'm watching now. I've watched about three episodes... Of the third season. Really, really enjoying it. Um, They should have saved that for later. So you, you wait until like... The Stranger Things... like Just like now, sort of, the Stranger Things discussion is going away a little bit. People are still talking about, you know, Kate Bush and running up the hill and all that sort of stuff and Vecna and everything else, right? But, like, you shouldn't be shoving out a season of Umbrella Academy in the middle of the Stranger Things season. They're not really giving certain things room to breathe. Netflix are also, as we've said multiple times, very, very bad at promoting things. I mean, you've got great shows on there like Jurassic World, Camp Cretaceous. It's a great show. It's not being promoted at all. Um, one really big example: The Witcher, Henry Cavill. Fantastic first season. Lots and lots and lots of people talking about it. Second season came out, and it just it it just came and went. And I noticed as well from our podcast numbers, because people weren't really talking about it as much, our podcast numbers for Season 2 were lower. And I was, I, I was sort of looking around at the time, being like, hmm, is it because my podcasts are not as good for Season 2? Or, or, like, what what's kind of going on? I was looking around online, like, December last year, when the second season came out. wasn't a lot of conversation around it, around The Witcher. Again, was it a lack of promotion? Was it because something else was out at the time? just—they're not—they're not giving things room to breathe. They're not sort of—they're they're trying to throw ten shows at the wall at once, and it's just—it's it, not really working. But we've—we've we've discussed that before. But back to the IP thing. I mean, I talked a bit about the IP sort of stuff there, because uh, when you've got shows that are as good as Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, The Witcher, you want to give them room to breathe, um, which is very, very important, and also to promote them. I mean, I mean, Stranger Things doesn't need promotion, right? It's Stranger Things. But it's not about like, hey, come and watch this great show. It's about letting people know that the new season is out. It's yeah, it's 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 a problem. So anyway, let's go back to the top of my list here. I wrote these down in random order, no particular like sort of order. Uh, although I did write, I did write Disney as a second to bottom because there's something very interesting that Disney has got an advantage over all of these that the others don't really have. Paramount Plus uh, Recently launched here in the UK I believe 22nd of June or something or other um, They've got some very very flexible uh, Again remember the idea here I know I went on a little bit of a thing there about Netflix But just remember the idea here Is flexible IP What I mean by flexible IP Is something uh, First example is Star Trek Right You can make films from Star Trek You can make TV shows from Star Trek Uh, Something that Star Trek can do as well is lean slightly on nostalgia because you've got like your Picards, Kirks, Sparks, all all, all these like, you know, legacy kind of characters for Star Trek. Uh, You've got like the old ships and things like that. You've got the the classic phrases and things. People go, oh, yeah, he said that or whatever. You know, it's got a nostalgia availability about it. Star Trek's also very, very useful as well because this has already started happening. You can rotate your shows with Star Trek. Uh which is something that the CW with DC needed to learn about sooner rather than later, but they didn't. <laughs> um but um you can have like hey we're gonna have 13 episodes of Discovery run weekly for 13 weeks, swap that out. See new season of Strange New World, swap that out, lower decks comes in, swap that out, and then the uh Jane cartoon, I can't remember what it's called um, Jane, Janeway Adventures whatever it was called You can have that come in uh, Swap that out then you have um, Whenever Section 31 is going to come out You can have that come back in And then you've got like 4 or 5 shows there I think From Star Trek One finishes you bring another one in One finishes you bring another one in The difference there already Right let me point out a difference there already <coughs> When you are Netflix And you dump out 10 episodes of a show so like Umbrella Academy, and people go click, 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 next episode, over a weekend or over a course of a week, it's done. With something like Star Trek, and you have, oh, next week on Star Trek, next week on Star Trek, next week on Star Trek, and it builds over a course of, you know, 8 or 10 or 13 weeks, and the conversation lasts longer. I think Netflix needs to switch to a weekly release, or at least some type of... They they should be copying, I think, what Amazon and Apple are doing, which I think Hulu does it as well in the US. You release three episodes at one go, so you get a bit of a kickstart, a bit of a head start in the season, then you go weekly. I think there's some room for experimentation there as well. You could also do something to where if you've got a ten episode season, maybe you release five episodes. At the start of a month, and in the end of the month, another five. There's there's different ways you can work around that. I think uh, that could be a discussion for its for its own uh, for its own one day. Uh, but yeah Star Trek is a show where you can very much lean on nostalgia. Uh, you can have multiple shows going, not at the same time. You can rotate them so you've always got something Star Trek related. You could take little breaks here and there, of course. Uh, but yeah Star Trek's a, a brilliant example for that. And Star Trek is something again when you've got. You've got an open universe. Literally, you can you're flying through space, right? It's the same advantage that something like Star Wars has got, where you've got a whole galaxy full of different alien races, different people, different characters, and the whole idea of Star Trek is exploring new worlds. Um, because uh, what's his name, Pike, says that in the in the intro for Stranger Worlds, exploring new worlds. That's what it's all about. And when you've got an advantage like that, like with Star Wars as well, there's so many different shows that you can make. So that's that's a big one. Um, one that's a little bit le- less flexible, but one that's again been around a while has got a lot of nostalgia. Is Halo? That's one that they've got as well. I'm gonna be talking about Halo in a bit more depth later. I'm not gonna be talking about my whole thoughts here. It's not a brilliant show. It's it's good. It's really 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 good at doing one particular thing and then kind of not great at doing everything else but that's more of a right that's more of a writers issue and a script issue than it is an ip issue um halo as an ip you know you've got master chief you've got the uh, covenant race you've got like space battles and all-, all these sorts of cool stuff it's a very very cool sci-fi ip again very flexible you've now got a video game series running you've got a tv series which is running not quite as flexible maybe as star trek because with the case of Halo, you sorta need Master Chief involved. Whereas with something like Star Trek, you can do shows without like those legacy characters, hence Star Trek Discovery. Um but Halo, if you wanted to do like TV films for streaming or just more seasons of the show, Halo's still a big IP, you know, it's a big legacy Xbox IP. It's got that good tie in as well, so there's that. And uh, then just a few other ones that I've got noted down. Rugrats, South Park, Spongebob. Obviously those franchises have been going on a long, long time. Um, again, you've got Nostalgia you can lean on. You've got new versions of those shows. South Park can be its weird self. Uh, Spongebob can be what Spongebob is. And you've got Rugrats. But the, the, the advantage there with something like Rugrats, South Park, Spongebob is you can have those shows run for a very, 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 very long time. Uh, Which they have done. Hence the fact that they're all still around. And they're all still ongoing. Uh, Spongebob you've done a few films there. I think Rugrats has maybe done a few films. And South Park probably has as well. But that's Paramount+. Plus. But their their biggest advantage with with IP. Is uh, Star Trek. Because you can have lots of shows rotating. You can lean on nostalgia. You can bring old characters back in. You can recast them. Which we've seen with Spock and Pike. And other people as well. Um, Obviously you've still got. Patrick uh, Stewart as, as Picard knocking around so that's their big advantage Um, I did write down Peacock and then I couldn't remember anything that was on Peacock I haven't really paid attention to Peacock itself now Peacock in the UK because obviously with Paramount Plus as I mentioned the app you can now go and subscribe to it separately so you can you can actually seek out their content Peacock has unfortunately got a sky problem in the UK. Which is... Because uh, over here in the UK we have a service called... It's called Now. Now it's called Now. It used to be called Now TV. And they have made a deal with Peacock to where they will have... Um, what do you call it? Uh, peacock's shows. <coughs> the problem is with that... And this is more of a UK specific problem. Which is... You're just getting my perspective from that as somebody who lives in the UK. They do as bad of a job of promoting those shows as what Netflix does with certain shows. They're also very difficult to find on the actual app because they're kind of they're not really promoted and segmented on the now app um so they're they're kind of just bundled in with everything else I mean the one thing that's gotten a lot of promotion or the two things actually. Mr. Mayor, which I think has gotten cancelled anyway, which is the Ted Danson show. And the other one, of course, is Young Rock, but that's the Dwayne, you know, Dwayne Rock Johnson thing. Um, other than that, other than that, I honestly don't know what's on Peacock. Because even to even to somebody like me, who's kind of in tune with the TV world and stuff, I, I haven't seen, like, what else they've got. They've done a very, very bad job of promoting their shows. It's either they've done a very, very bad job of promoting it. Or Sky has done a bad job, or both of them have. Because you've essentially got two companies there that could advertise to me. Because Sky should be saying, hey, we've got this show, and this show, and this show from Peacock. And Peacock should be saying, hey, we got this show, and this show, and this show. You've then got two avenues that are supposed to be advertising their shows. And neither of them do it very effectively. Plus, like I said, the problem of actually, like, actually finding the show's... 'Cause I've I've actually forgotten on certain occasions okay, like when David on Geek Town will say, like, hey, this show's coming out on Peacock and I will honestly sort of pause for a minute and go, Wait, Peacock, where where where, where are those shows? Oh yeah, they're on Sky. I'll almost kinda of forget. So Peacock to me as a service has almost become kinda of forgettable because again, lack of promotion, very poorly curated content and it's it's almost just been kinda of non existent, to be honest, so other than Young Rock, and I also wrote NBC, which is obviously what they're a part of. Um, yeah, uh, NBC often cancels a lot of shows. Things like Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So, um, I mean, they had The Good Place, which was fantastic. But The Good Place finished a few years ago. Uh, so there's, there's not much... And that was on Netflix anyway, so uh, over here. So in terms of for Peacock, eh... Show me what you've got <laughs> You know because I don't really know honestly So Anyway there we go uh, Warner Brothers so th- I guess Peacock Have also got an IP problem but I also Wrote down here When you think when you think of the bigger streaming Services right you think of Netflix, Disney what, Apple, Amazon HBO right Those are kind of the big ones P- Paramount Plus is kind of in there doing its own Thing with Star Trek and that it's good Paramount Plus is very good uh, still, kind of young in the game, um, or early in the game, but um, Peacock's not really one. I, I wrote it down because I remember that it was one, but Peacock's Peacock's also got an IP problem. But I also think it's maybe a bit like early in the game for it. It's not really found its identity, and just a whole big host of other problems. So, anyway, that that that's my coverage <laughs> of Peacock, I suppose. Um. Warner Brothers, a uh, big, big player in the game. As much as I've got my issues with them as an actual studio and what they're doing with certain things, uh, they do have a lot of great IP, which is obviously is the focus here. Regardless of what you're doing with the IP, the conversation here is about what IP you've got. Game of Thrones, Looney Tunes, DC, Harry Potter. You've got some very flexible IP there, again, whether or not Game of Thrones was supposed to be a flexible IP... Is a discussion of itself. As to like, oh you're making too many spin-off shows... Because there's like five or something spin-off shows in development. Of course we know that we're getting... Uh, is it House of the Dragon next month? In August, so there's that. Uh, but Game of Thrones, regardless of what you thought with the final two seasons... Is a massive major IP for Warner Brothers. Uh, Looney Tunes... have Been going on... Decades and decades and decades and decades. That's a show that again quite flexible um you can do a lot of things with it and you can also have it running for a really 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 long time as well uh dc of course with dc you've got films obviously that you can make you've got a whole host of tv show opportunities as well of course i don't think that they're using dc properly right now but that's a different kind of discussion dc is another very very flexible property for them because i mean how many decades and Different versions of comic books have you got for DC characters? I mean, hundreds, if not thousands, of storylines you could pull from, hundreds, if not thousands, of characters, because not everything has to be about the Justice League. But you've got. When you're someone like Warner Brothers and you have access to the Justice League, which includes Batman, one of the biggest characters of all time, Wonder Woman, and Superman. You've you've got something good going on there, you know. So um yeah, DC obviously there's tons of opportunity, lots of different shows, you've got you've got a whole multiverse full of characters, haven't you? You can have different versions of different characters. The the stories are limitless. It just matters as to which what you're doing with them. So uh, DC's obviously a huge, huge one for Warner Brothers. Harry Potter has become a bit more of a flexible IP for them. Uh, you've got the, well, the Fantastic Beasts film aren't, films aren't doing very well. There's a lot of love still out there for the old film, the, the original Harry Potter films with Daniel Radcliffe and everybody else. Yes, you've got J.K. Rowling involved, who's a problematic person, but, you know, she's one person. Um, you shouldn't let one person get in the way of your enjoyment of one IP i've done a whole podcast on that before if if you're curious it's called why you shouldn't why it doesn't make sense to boycott hogwarts legacy Uh, that's also another factor as well you've got uh, i know we're kind of sticking with tv here but you've also got hogwarts legacy the game which isn't going to have any of the old characters but that's like a it's going back to like the 1800s um you've got so many things you can do with video games with with harry potter uh you've got obviously uh lots of different films that you can make you could probably make a tv show from harry potter Uh, that's something where you can go either really far in the future you can go back in the past or you can lean on certain nostalgia for uh for those beloved films as well so harry potter is a very very big one for um for warner brothers definitely all right let's talk about today's sponsor our sponsor at the moment we are of course sponsored by manscaped and manscaped is the uh great men's grooming service that you can currently go and use uh so they make lots and lots of different men's grooming products you can buy different like packs of things as well so like different kits of like different items and stuff uh some of those include obviously different razors different shavers different deodorants uh you've also got um one item that does uh ear hair and nose hair trimmer it's a, it's an ear and nose hair trimmer uh, that's an all-in-one kind of thing you can get the same thing that does both for that so that's really really good uh, if you want to check out manscaped's website for yourself so go and have a look at some of their products that's just an example of a few of them that i've been sent that i've been able to test out as well uh, So different deodorants and things like that as well um, you don't even actually need to type in manscape you don't even need to click on your m key for beginning to type in manscape you can click on the link In the show notes, to go to Manscaped's website uh, for the UK or the US version. uh, that should take you over to there, (coughs) so you can have a browse of their products. And good news, if you find something over there that you think, oh, I could use something like that, if you find one of their products over there. Or if you want to get a gift for somebody, uh, if there's a birthday or anniversary or something coming up, or you just fancy giving somebody a gift, or treating yourself, whatever the occasion may be, Uh, Manscaped is there ready for you So just click on the link in the show notes uh, To get started with them And if you find something over there You think oh a little bit expensive And I'm going to have to pay shipping costs We've got good news for you We've got the deal with Manscaped at the moment If you type in that little promo code box When you get to checkout If you type in etalkuk So that's E T A L K UK you can get 20% off and free shipping With your order with Manscaped So you type that in You click apply And you see that amount get sort of uh, taken down slightly by that 20% says e-talk etalkuk put that in your promo code box at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping with your order with manscaped uh packaged really really well they are made very very well very professional kind of feeling none of this sort of second hand stuff you know very very incredibly professionally well made and everything like that there's no worries about anything sort of breaking you won't get the box sort of ripped or anything when when you receive it um, and the products will be in a very, very good state as well. All sort of very first class and all that good stuff as well. Uh, so, yeah, Manscaped, 20% off, eTalk UK, use your promo code, go and have a browser their website. I'm sure you'll find something to your liking. And that's that. Thank you very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcasts. And thank you very much for listening. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, Alright, let's move on to Sony. Um, Sony, of course... Sony's an interesting one to me... Uh, particularly, because... They do have certain things on an app called Stars. Sony doesn't actually have their own streaming service. Which is why they've made deals with... People like Netflix and Amazon... And all, all these other sort of different places. So, so Sony's like a really, really interesting one... in terms of the, In terms of where they put their content. But again, in terms of IP... Um, probably their biggest IP is Spider-Man. Um, now they've of course got the deal with uh, Marvel Studios at the moment to make the Tom Holland-led films, uh, which is the, the MCU Spider-Man films. But uh, if they want to make anything else, I mean you've got obviously their video games, which they're doing very very well with, obviously they got Insomniac. Uh, Cranking out those games is going to be a Spider-Man 2. There was the 2018 Spider-Man game. And of course the 2020 Spider-Man Miles Morales game. uh, All of which very, very sort of good and everything. Uh, Insomniac Games has done a very, very good job with that. Um, You're also going to get the Spider-Man... I think it's called Freshman Year as well. Uh, You're going to keep getting those Tom Holland Spider-Man films. The one thing I will say about Spider-Man and Sony is... They are, of course, trying to do this Venomverse thing. You've got Venom, Carnage, Morbius. Uh, Morbius, who's kind of become a meme. You've also got... Um, I think they're doing a Silk film. Probably a Venom 3. Probably a Morbius 2. and I don't know what they're going to do with Carnage, actually. But um, they've got some films they're trying to do over there. None of them are any good. But... Again, we're not necessarily talking. That's that's more of a writers and script issue. They're trying to they're trying to use that to be more flexible. And you'll notice I'm using the word flexible a lot because that's the whole idea here, right? The whole idea is to go through and look at what all these streamers have got as their IP and which of them, because not all of them, I've labelled as flexible. Like you've got. like Game of Thrones and stuff, which is slightly more flexible than some, slightly flexible, but not as flexible as some of the others, like DC, because you have got certain limitations with something like Game of Thrones. Um, but you, you've still got some of them that are quite flexible anyway. But the idea with that is a flexible IP, IP that gives you lots and lots of options, and Spider-Man's definitely one of them uh, because you can make animated shows, you can make the um, Obviously, uh, you've got the freshman year animated show. You've got the live-action films. You've got the games. There, there, there's lots and lots of things that you can do with Spider-Man. There's also different versions of him as well. You've obviously got the Miles Morales version, which the films haven't even touched upon yet. You've got a whole host of options you can do there. You've got the video game stuff. You've got the films. You could make some TV stuff. Obviously, you've got the animated TV shows as well, which are kind of still ongoing. So, And Spider-Man is a big, 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 big name. Uh, Spider-Man, of course, is on par with likes of DC characters such as Batman, uh, Superman as well, you know, some of the bigger, you you think of superheroes, you think of, you know, Batman, Superman Spider-Man, right? And Wonder Woman as well, you know, those sorts of characters so Spider-Man's huge in that regard, absolutely huge you, li- literally, Spider-Man is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar IP, I mean, look how much money the films have made Um, it, it, even something like the first Venom film which wasn't good um still made like 800 million so it's a very very and you also not it's not just Peter Parker Spider-Man right you got Venom you got Carnage you got Miles Morales you got Silk you got all these other characters you got obviously uh all the Sinister Six uh villains which which you can do things with so he is a very big flexible multi-billion dollar IP character hence the intense negotiations between Sony and obviously Marvel Studios so uh, so it's a good, and you know, Spider-Man No Way Home, top 5 comic book film, easily, easily top 5 comic book film, um, it made my list for top 5 best uh, Marvel and DC films anyway, so uh, really, really good stuff. They've also got PlayStation as well, now here's where things get quite interesting with Sony, again, because you've got a Last of Us TV show, you've got an a Uncharted film series, You've got a God of War TV series. You've got a Ghost of Tsushima film. Go, sorry, Ghost of Tsushima film. Uh, Gran Turismo TV show. Horizon and God of War TV shows. They're all being spread all over the place. Which, I get what Sony's trying to do. What they're trying to do is get a feel for like, Okay, we're going to put this over here. If it doesn't work, we won't do that again. But you're going to have examples to where like, like, The Last of Us TV show is going to be a success, right? It, 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 it It's going to be. So, that is Sony doing a deal with HBO Warner Brothers. Because, again, Sony doesn't... I don't know why Sony doesn't have their own streaming service. Because if they did, Last of Us would be on there. Uncharted would be on there. The, you know, the, the Horizon TV show wouldn't be going to Netflix. It would all be on their own streaming platform. So, I don't know why Sony hasn't got their own streaming service. It, it's actually kind of strange, but still. Um... So when you're gonna get like a great Last of Us TV show, that's a good deal you got there with HBO. If the Horizon TV show is a success, um, Sony's also kind of already got a, a sort of relationship or deal with Netflix at the moment. They hosted some of their uh, Spider-Man films for some time. I think some of them are still on there actually. It it it's uh it's quite interesting and it's very very yeah it's interesting to see. Because, again, like God of War, I think, is supposed to be on Amazon, the TV show. So, you've got your stuff spread around all over the place. Um, but, again, you've got lots and lots of flexible IP. Horizon, you can do lots of things with. Uncharted is a little bit more limited, I do think. That's one that's slightly more limited. Um, Last of Us, to a degree, is limited. Because you want to keep it within... The parameters of like the Ellie and Joel story. Specifically more with with Ellie. Uncharted. You kind of got to stick with Nathan Drake. A little bit. I mean you got the Chloe Nadine led. Chloe and Nadine led. um, Uncharted Lost Legacy. That was still tied into the Nathan Drake. Era. He wasn't in the game. But it was still like. Those two characters were spun off. From the Nathan Drake thing so, because what, what I mean with Uncharted is you couldn't really do a sort of like, hey here's a brand new Uncharted film with some guy called Jack or or some, some John Doe character that we've never heard of, like, it wouldn't really resonate, The same thing with Last of Us, if you suddenly did like a spin off of Last of Us and like, hey here's your Jane and John Doe and they're going to be going across the country surviving from the clickers it's like okay, but you've not got Ellie and Joel and all the, you know Tommy and all these other characters. So there is certain limitations with those two. Um, it's different with something like um, the factions game, right? That's a multiplayer thing that is going to have bits of story in it and stuff, but you can kind of like do some other things with that. But when you're doing your more narrative story focused stuff, you've got to have it within like certain parameters. I think you can still do like prequel sequels those sorts of things because there's definitely room to do like a Joel prequel story thing uh, in Last of Us whether it's going to be a, whether it be a TV show or a game that's it's still all within Sony it's still all within, within their IP right so but they can feed off of the PlayStation IPs for quite a while because uh, there's also quite a lot of them as well, so that's, that's really, really good, I couldn't think of too many th- more things outside of, like, Spider-Man and PlayStation for Sony, uh, because Sony's biggest asset really is PlayStation, I mean, they have, like, their TVs and stuff, but in terms of IP, which is, again, the focus here, um, yeah, it, y- you've, you've got, you've got, like, PlayStation that you're really, really leaning on, which isn't a bad thing, PlayStation sells mil- millions and millions of units, um, they have some of the highest-selling consoles ever, like the PlayStation 2, for example. I think it's the highest... Is it the highest-selling console? It might be... It's either the DS or the PlayStation 2, I can't remember. PlayStation 1 sold really, really well. PlayStation 2, 3, 4... Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 4 got pretty close to PlayStation 2, actually, I think, as well. So, yeah, and a lot of that is because, you know, they're known for this all this IP and all this other kind of stuff that they do. Um, The next one I got up is Apple um and i've just written down keep coming out with excellent shows and they're kind of doing what netflix used to do but they're doing it better i think now we'll see in five ten years where apple's at because you won't have any of the same shows that you've got on tv i mean here's here's a little example right in five ten fifteen twenty years dc will still be a thing Regardless of, like, what state the DCEU is in... Or the Arrowverse or whatever... There will still... There will always be DC films happening, right? DC TV shows, DC films. In 10 to 20 years, Spider-Man will still be a thing. Right? I don't know about Last of Us or Untried... But Spider-Man will. In 10, 20 years, Star Trek will still be a thing. Right? there will still be... They'll always be, like... Those are, like, the old really, really flexible IP. In 10 to 20 years none of the Apple TV shows will be on the air unless like I don't know one of their shows goes on for way too long or something Um, so you've got that kind of going on but um, Apple's going to the the challenge that Apple's going to have is continuing to I mean you're going to have things like the second season of Severance, the next season of C, the next season of Ted Lasso, the next season of um, what's it called uh, servant and all those kind of things but those aren't going to last you 10 10 15 20 years because you're talking like long long term ip that you can do lots of things with none of those shows are going to be around at that point so it'd be interesting to see how apple can do that because that, that's kind of the point where netflix is at like you know some of those shows that netflix has had have, have ended and you know they've not really replaced them properly but we'll, we'll get on to that in a second Amazon is the next one I've got um they got the boys and they've got Lord of the Rings now the main it's interesting with the boys because you've already got a spin-off they gave it a name the other day I can't remember what it's called it's some sort of like high school teen not CW but like high school teen thing where it's like it's a school of like gifted soups or you know gifted like teens or whatever that have got powers I don't think we know much about it yet. But that's that's the basic premise of what it's supposed to be. Lord of the Rings is... Relatively flexible IP. Uh, obviously you've got this prequel show that's happening. That could last... Multiple seasons. Um... So we'll see what happens with that. I couldn't think of too much that Amazon's got. Like they've got Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They've got things like Jack Ryan. Those I think are coming to, to an end. Both of those. Hannah um has already ended after three seasons. I couldn't think of a lot of IP that Amazon have got. But Amazon obviously has got different things going on as well. Like the you know, prime shopping and all that. So they've got like different areas as to where they obviously make loads of money. The differences with someone like Amazon is they've got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money, so yeah. If at some point they feel like they've got an IP problem, um, you can just make something new, I suppose. I, I don't know. Amazon's a, a bit of a, a bit of a strange one, uh, but you've got Lord of the Rings. That's gonna last a while. Lord of the Rings is a very flexible IP. They don't own. Lord of the Rings, but they did pay a lot, and I mean a lot, I think they paid a quarter of a million or something, um, was it, was it a quarter of a billion or quarter, I can't remember if it was 250, no it was 250 million wasn't it, um, for the rights, just for the rights, not, not for anything else, not for any script writers or cast or sets, just for the rights, so they're quite serious about this show, which is good, you want to be like serious about an IP like that. I don't know how many more seasons the boys can last for. But you have got the spin off coming out. Amazon is admittedly one that I haven't paid um, as much attention Apple, Amazon to me is a bit like Peacock. Where I see a lot of shows and stuff on there. I don't pay like loads and loads and loads of attention to Amazon. So there could be some stuff on Amazon that I'm missing. But that's kind of their main thing. Like the boys at the moment. And obviously they've got Lord of the Rings coming out. Alright we've got our last two to get to. And then I'll get to the actual point about Netflix. I just kind of wanted to run through all of these. And say like hey the, these other. Because stu- all all of these studios. All these companies. All these streaming services. Are all in competition. They're all in competition for two things. Your time. And your money. Because all of these streaming services. Ultimately, ultimately what they want you to do. Is click the subscribe button. And not click unsubscribe. Because as long as you're. Your monthly cycle bills are going and going and going. And they're keeping you on the platform. That's the ultimate goal. Regardless of the show or whatever else. To ultimately keep a, a streaming service going. You don't want your subscribers clicking the cancel button. So you've got to put out the content and the IP that keeps people around. Um, let's talk about the... I think the biggest... Um, One in the race here. As Disney. Disney has got the most flexible IP. And they've got. Disney's got a lot of advantage. Because they own. So many things. So 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 many things. Warner Brothers own a lot of things. Warner Brothers is probably next. To Disney. In terms of IP. Disney. Pixar. Star Wars. Marvel. Marvel. And then, you know, all of the Fox stuff. Yeah, you've got endless, endless, endless amounts of things you can use. My one small issue with the IP management over at Disney we've got Disney Plus. Disney Plus is great. We've had some great Star Wars shows, some great Marvel shows, a few Pixar and Disney shows. I would like some more Pixar and Disney specific content over there. Because we've had a lot of Marvel shows. We've had a lot of Star Wars shows. We've enjoyed most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. Uh, we've had our issues with some of them. Uh, it's been certain Fox shows as well. There's been some Hulu shows um, that we've gotten over here. There's been some ABC shows. Um, we've had things like Love, Victor as well. Um, which obviously from Hulu. But even if you just look at star wars and marvel how many things can you do with star wars and marvel whether you think there's too much content from it now and oversaturation you'll burn out on it that's not quite relevant the same thing like i mentioned earlier with star trek as you've got with star wars you have an entire galaxy full of characters you've got the sky skywalker saga stuff Got Mandalorian, Booker Boba Fett, um you've got the uh Andor thing that they're doing. I'm not really sure on that by the way, but uh on like how good that's gonna be, but when when you have something like Star Wars and you come out with an original creation an original character like the Mandalorian and Grogu Baby Yoda and it's as big of a hit as what it is. And that is your first... Well... Your your biggest first... That, that that was Disney Plus's big launching. I know they had like High School Musical and all these other kind of things. The Mandalorian was the day one like... You have to be here for our big new Star Wars show. Right? When you launch with that... And the world goes wild over Mandalorian and cute little baby Yoda. And that's from one one show one show out of a galaxy full of characters one show really the obsession there is the one character which is baby Yoda because he's very very cute right and people start buying merch from it and it gets a spin-off show and then you get other characters come in and you get a live action version of Ahsoka that joins the show and people love her she gets her own spin-off show that's when you know that you've like clicked that idea. That's not even touching Marvel. That's not even touching Disney, Pixar, Fox. That's not even doing anything with the Skywalker saga. I mean the first season of that show didn't have... Um, did it have Boba Fett? No, Boba Fett was season 2. It didn't have Boba Fett or Ahsoka or any of these other characters. The main focus was a bounty hunter who's got his ship... He's got his little companion. He's got his Grogu. And he's going to go on an adventure. Bam you got yourself a hit. It's not quite as easy as that. But when you launch with that. And your first show. Does what the Mandalorian did. It just it just gives you so many. Unbelievable. Possibilities. Um, so that's the one hit. That they've got from them. Obviously you've got the Nostalgic history of disney pixar obviously for me toy story huge 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 deal to me um you got your pixar stuff you got your disney things you got your marvel you've got your entire mcu look at like in individually how much of a success the mcu is being whether you don't like phase four or whatever right i'm not talking about opinions i'm just talking about ip options flexibility um, and you've got the MCU, and you make films like, you make high-grossing films like, you know, Avengers Endgame, you're not going to be able to always do Avengers Endgame, of course, but when that's something that you can do, when that's like one of your many, many, many films that you make, in the TV shows that you make, and you spawn an entire cinematic universe, which has now got a multiverse, again, Endless, endless amounts of flexibility, IP characters... Characters that are still being introduced now... Like we just had Miss Marvel... Gonna have She-Hulk soon... The MCU is nowhere near finished... And we've not... We've not even begun... In the MCU to start with Fantastic Four and the X-Men... We've not even started... I mean there's been hints obviously... But we've not had those groups formally introduced in the MCU yet... So tons and tons of options... Fox don't even get me started on Fox There's so 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 many things Um, When Avatar 2 Comes out and makes a bunch of money It's owned by Disney Um, I think I've made my point With Disney they've got Disney Pixar Star Wars Marvel Fox I think out of all of these Studios I think They own the most amount of characters I know you've got like Warner Brothers and DC There's thousands There's like Hundreds if not thousands of DC characters You can use um if and when you get to those characters but still with with Disney when you've got Disney Pixar Star Wars Marvel Fox (laughs) you're not gonna like you're not gonna run out of content anytime soon so yeah uh okay so it's taken me about 46 minutes to get to this I apologize but I wanted to kind of just again as I said go through everything and just discuss like here's what everybody else has got so you've seen the way I've just discussed about like Paramount, Peacock, Warner Brothers, Sony, Apple, Amazon, Disney. What they've all got, the flexible IP, the amount of content that you can make, and again specifically the IP. This is where Netflix has got a big problem. You got your Stranger Things. Um got one more season. Probably ten episodes left. There's probably ten episodes left of Stranger Things. Maybe thirteen let's say ten to thirteen episodes, so about ten so let us say about ten hours left of stranger things. there's talk of some spin offs they might work. I trust the duffer brothers to to do those um they talked about something like a Broadway show that's not really gonna move the needle on Netflix um. So, Stranger Things has come and gone. People are still kind of talking about it. Stranger Things has kind of come and gone at this point. It was a big, big hit. The Kate Bush running up the hill song. Massive, massive deal. No denying that at all. It's not going to be on the air for two years now. Uh, Umbrella Academy. They just pushed out a third season and just didn't give it any room to breathe. Umbrella Academy. Great show. Really, really great show. Really enjoying the third season. But no one's talking about Umbrella Academy. Season 3. Nobody. How many more seasons is that going to have? Two? One? Two, one or two more seasons? Maybe a fourth? Maybe a fifth? Um, Again, if and when the Umbrella Academy comes back. Because I don't think it's actually been renewed for season 4. That's not going to be on the air for two years. The Witcher. Next one I've got written down. Just had its season in December. It's got a... I can't remember what the spin-off is called. Not the Wolf or the Blood Dragon or whatever it's called. The, the animated thing. That wasn't very good, by the way. They've got... An, I can't remember the name of it. But they've got another live-action spin-off coming. Again, season two came out. Henry Cavill coming back. There was nothing wrong with the show, right? Um, like, people were ranting and raving about the first season. Because it got attention. Because Netflix said... Hey, here's this big new show. Hey, those of you that love Superman, Henry Cavill, we've got him. Warner Brothers isn't doing something with him for some reason. Isn't doing anything with him for some reason. But we've got him. Henry Cavill, you love Henry Cavill. He's this, like, awesome um, Witcher character, right? Great. First season's fantastic. Second season comes out, nobody's talking about it. Probably because they didn't let the audience know that the second season came out. Um, and again you go back sense House of Cards Orange is New Black um, Black Mirror has been off For for, for a bit um, I can't think of what else Netflix has got I mean you've got Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Which again is a very very small show People are kind of a bit Down on the Jurassic franchise right now I haven't seen the new one yet But apparently people didn't really like it That's got one more season left that wasn't a big hit for them anyway i i don't know what else netflix i mean you've got like ozark ozark's finished now um yeah a Train to things is in 2 years and the it is where you get into some of the problem is uh, i mean i think i've spoken to david before about like their ip and stuff and he mentioned to me. I kind of either forgot this or didn't know. They own like the Roald Dahl books. It's not quite you know. DC. Harry Potter. Or Marvel. Or Star Wars. Or Star Trek. Or something like that. They don't have those things. They don't. I mean there's that IP that they got right. Uh, I can't remember the name of the IP. But it J- Jupiter's Legacy was part of it. Terrible pilot episode. I watched the first episode. Terrible pilot episode. They cancelled it after one season. So they actually spent money. And they bought license to. I can't remember the name of the actual whole IP. I think it was a certain author's books or something. They made Jupiter's Legacy. It wasn't very good. Uh, Lots of people were talking about it. Lots of people were talking about it. Not all for good reason. Because some people really enjoyed it. Some people didn't. I thought the first episode was awful. And I stopped watching it. It felt too much like a sort of. An attempt at being like, oh look, we got our own Avengers Justice League-ish Superman-y sort of thing. And it was like, no, no, you no, just just no. And it got cancelled anyway. And it's like, okay, you've got like the roll doll books. you you still got that IP, whatever it was called, from that spawned Jupiter's legacy. So are you going to make another show from it? I'm really sitting there trying to think of what else Netflix has got. Um, Man vs. B, which... That was great. I really enjoyed that. Um, That's not going to come back for a second season. That's not going to spawn a flexible IP that you can make content for for 20 years. One other thing I was thinking about the other day, right? You've got your... How can I call this? Your masked heroes, right? You've got Halo, who sometimes in the show has his helmet on. (laughs) Sometimes he has it on. You've got him. You've got... um, Star Trek doesn't really have those characters. You've got Mandalorian. You've got Boba Fett. And you've got... Um, oh, Amazon's got the Fallout TV show as well. That's that's the other one. Fallout, uh, which is the uh, vault suit. I can't remember. Uh, the power armour suit. Which can be worn by anybody. Your your character's like a no-name sort of person. In those games. That's going to be a, another sort of helmeted masked hero. And in this day and age, there's quite a trendy... Effective thing to do. Netflix doesn't have one of those either. Um, no, they they've not got one of those. So that that's sort of like the thing everybody's sort of doing now, right? Like Paramount's got their Halo, um, Disney's got their um, uh, Mandalorian character. Obviously, season three is coming out and all that. Uh, Amazon's got Fallout, which is going to have that. Uh, I, I suppose I suppose with like. Um, With uh, Disney and Warner Brothers Like with DC and Marvel You don't really have those characters I mean you've got like characters that have Identities covered and stuff But they don't really have those That's another thing Netflix could potentially have But again I'm really trying to sit here Even for shows that like don't spawn loads of IP stuff Like your, your, your individual shows like your Ozarks Finished Orange is New Black finish, Stranger Things, off for two years Umbrella Academy, off for two years, nobody talked about season three, Witcher, off for two years, got a spin-off coming out that people might talk about, season three is coming people might talk about it um what else have they got? see, that this, this is what, getting to like the main thing with the title they've really got an IP problem um, now ultimately at the end of the day I think Netflix will be fine I think what has ultimately happened with Netflix Is they got to like what 200 million something subscribers Very very strong Clearly like miles, miles ahead of everybody else still They took the foot off the gas And they started making shows like Too Hot to Handle Is It Cake And all, all this other rand, All this other just like random stuff Right Just stuff Like dating shows And Like do we not have enough dating shows Does Netflix really need dating shows as well Is that really going to get like people talking and stuff, um, Is It Cake is, I guess, fun, uh, I've not seen that myself, you've got Flora's Lava, which is kind of interesting, um, that's like a game show sort of thing, I think Netflix should stop trying to focus on, like, because essentially what those things are that I've just mentioned is, like, reality slash game shows, right, like, Flora's Lava is a game show, Two Handle's kind of a... dating game show like a love island type of thing right or like a big brother sort of thing you know you get you get a bunch of young attractive people in a competition not necessarily in a house but in a competition and they start flirting and dating and whatever right it's one of those shows not my if that's your cup of tea great i'm sure you love to what to handle or whatever not really my thing the problem is with that because that, that is like i have sat here for like five ten minutes struggling to think of like outside of Stranger Things, and Umbrella Academy, all those other things, right? That's the world that they've started dipping into. It's also what E4 has started doing. I like, I have a whole podcast I could do on E4, by the way, which I'll probably do at some point. Because they've kind of fallen off the cliff as well. Um They instead of getting into like, okay, what are the prestige Emmy Award winning shows? That you can get right. And Stranger Things Emmy Award winning nominated show. You know it's doing very very well. No doubt. But that's. When you start to get scarce with IP. And content and prestige shows. That's when you do start to dip into the world. Of like is it cake. Too Hot to Handle. Floor is Lava. And like all this other kind of like. All this other just random stuff right. It. It makes it look like. You've. Kind of run out of ideas, and people that are more sort of again not not every show they speak like. There can be prestige comedies that you don't take seriously, but are great. Like you've got things like Brooklyn Nine Nine, which are really good. You've got like Big Bang Theory, and you know, uh, there's there's you don't have to always make like serious prestige dramas where everything's serious and doomy and gloomy, right? Like, I mean, Star Trek shows they can be kind of serious and doom and gloomy. But they can also have like jokes in them, and they can also be fun as well. There's some particularly funny stuff with Spock in this first season of, of Strange New Worlds. It can be very serious at times, like he has like his marriage to deal with and things like that. He also kind of makes people laugh because of the way he is and things like that. um so it doesn't always have to be like seri- it doesn't always have to be like a breaking bad or an Ozark, right like this serious sort of like we're in a life or death situation where we've got to get like drug money for people it it's It's not always that right. And I get if you want to just have some fun and watch, like, you know, attractive people do a two-op-to-handle game thing or whatever. I, I understand that there's different audiences out there, right? We don't all want the same thing. But if Netflix wants to start being taken a bit more seriously and be a bit more like, Oh, you've got some, some IP you can do some stuff with here. Or, oh, you've... Because Netflix has got kind of two options, right? You can either start making original IP... Or you can buy it. Because the thing that Netflix shouldn't try to do. Is a third option which is licensing it. Because that's where you end up in a situation. With the Defenders shows where. Okay they had their issues. Those Defenders shows. However I think Daredevil's the best comic book show ever. Right at least best that I've seen. Iron Fist had it's issues. You had the 13 episode seasons. Of some of those shows that were issues. But overall they were received. Pretty well. But they didn't own them. They licensed them. They didn't create them. They didn't own them. Um, They licensed all of that stuff. And they've lost all of it. And slowly but surely that's like started appearing over on the Disney side. They took it back. So instead of licensing things and and that type of stuff. You either need to buy rights to certain comic books out there. Because there's lots of books and comic books you can adapt things off. But they need to start buying... Or but either buying or creating some longer term IP, um, and it's not an easy thing. It's especially creating that, like making a show like Stranger Things, which is obviously like probably their biggest ever hit. You've also got things like Squid Game as well. Squid Game, I think it's coming back for a second season. Again, that won't be out for like another year or two. Because um, that's one of their other issues. You either have too many shows that are lumped together. Like Umbrella Academy and Stranger Things. Or you have periods where you've got like random shows coming out. While people wait a year for the next season of Stranger Things. You need to be filling in that time. Because while, you're, while you've are while you got your like hey 10 episodes shot out of Stranger Things. You've got like Paramount who are spreading out their Star Trek shows. Doing something smarter with their IP. Instead of just shooting out 10 episodes of Stranger Things. Or 7 episodes or whatever. And then that's just kind of it. So yeah they, they, They've they got a big IP problem On on their hands and As I said they can either start creating Some more of it or they can Buy it but I think what they shouldn't do Is license it because then they End up with another, but then they end up with another Marvel situation where they lose like Four shows so We'll see we'll see anyway Hopefully I've made my point it took me an hour to do so But there was a lot to discuss um, I just sort of kind of realised like it just sort of, like, dawned on me that Stranger Things won't be on for two years. Umbrella Academy won't be on for two years. They also both came out at the same point. So, <laughs> making... Because they're the, probably their two biggest shows right now, right? I mean, which is kind of big. People didn't really talk about it, but... Stranger Things and Umbrella Academy is really where that's at. Um, And they need to... Like, those shows aren't going to last forever either, so... Because uh, an alternative title that you could use for this... If you take out certain parts... Is what... So It, it is kind of a bit... It is kind of a... Another question to put out there... Right? What does Netflix look like... After Stranger Things? Or between... like to, uh, Same question in two different ways... What does Netflix look like now... In between... This season of Stranger Things... And the next one... So for the next two years... What does Netflix look like for the next two years... And after Stranger Things finishes its fifth season, which again will be ten episodes, or it will just be put out. Um, which is ten episodes of content in two years. After that comes out, and you know whatever moments or big things come out of that season that happens. What does Netf- What does Netflix look like after that period, and what do they look like for the next two years? Because those are two like uh, after the fifth season is where the bigger problem is. Because you've still got that other season coming out, but you've also got the other in between problem of the next two years of what are you putting out? What are you putting out that is gonna stop people from clicking on cancel subscribe? What 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 are you putting out that's gonna make instead of people thinking like, Oh, I've got my like She Hulk show coming out, what has Netflix got in August? Nothing. Alright, cancel Netflix. What are, what is Netflix going to do to stop people doing that? Uh, is, is the ultimate question. So when. um, When Warner Brothers comes out. With the next DC show. Or Star Trek comes out with their new season. Or Apple comes out with another great show. Or Lord of the Rings comes out. Or Game of the Thrones comes back. Or you know. Uh, she hulk comes out. Or wh- whatever happens right. While all those streaming services are putting out those shows. What is Netflix doing? What are they doing? Um, <coughs> So. We shall see. Anyway, that's it from me for today. Lots to discuss here. If you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. What do you think Netflix does? Um, A few questions to kind of answer from this. What do you think Netflix does about this? Do you think Netflix has got an IP problem? Um, What do you think Netflix does in between the next two years. Between now and the next season of Stranger Things. um, And Umbrella Academy, whenever that's going to be. What do you think Netflix looks like after Stranger Things? And... uh, yeah just what what do they do what do they do i suppose because they're gonna run into an issue anyway uh, let me know their thoughts feelings questions comments whatever you've got matthew at entertainment org, twitter e-talk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes there's also the email box (coughs) on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes and uh, in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. uh tv games films may not podcast so check out all of that if you can uh there will be a united pod uh, united cast a uh, preview podcast soon because the season's actually starting very very soon um so look out for that soon as well better cold soul still going on westworld still going on gaming talk will be later as well uh, on today on sunday um, is also going to be, uh, once I finish this season of Umbrella Academy, I'll be reviewing that, so look out for that. I've also done my coverage of the latest Stranger Things episodes, so look out for those. The Boys, as, as uh, we mentioned here, I've done coverage for that new season. Uh, DC stuff, we recently wrapped up Superman and Lois. Uh, Paramount with Star Trek recently um, covered season 4 of Discovery. Um, and also look out for that Halo podcast coming out once the season for us finishes as well. So a few bits of content to note there. So entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main eye podcasts, take a look out for all that. If you want to support us in other ways you can also tell other people about our content either by just telling them Simply by, well, just tending them. uh Or you can also use social media, share the podcast around over there. Patreon, $5, $10 level tier for the ad free podcast review options. Have a look out for those. uh TV and new film news. So if you want to get up to date on when Netflix does post new episodes of things, uh see what they're doing between now and next season of Stranger Things, or renewals, cancellations, air dates, casting news, trailers, all that sort of stuff, uh, keep your eyes out on geektown.co.uk. And Geek Town Radio. Geek Town Radio is on hiatus at the moment because David's on holiday. Geek Town, he's still been posting news on GeekTown.co.uk, so keep your eyes out for all that. Uh, Geek Town Radio, Geektown.co.uk, run by David. Have a look out for all that. If you want some content over on Twitch, Bex is streaming very regularly. Trista B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow over there. For retro games, chat, conversation, Tomb Raider, all those sorts of things. You can follow me as well on Twitch at E-talk UK for my different streams, FIFA Career Mode episodes, those sorts of things um by the way youtube channel's up to date now a new episode of career mode just went out and there was another episode recently i think last week uh game clips all up to date and they're out as well uh streams all that sort of stuff so all, all up to date and archived at the moment on youtube that is entertainment talk plays thanks very much for listening and i'll catch you next time goodbye